Hi, I'm Mark Westcott, and today, once again, I'm here with... Tom McVeigh. Nice to join you, Mark. And welcome once again to uh, 7 Minute Wisdom. Tom, as a follow-on from our last session, where we were talking about uh, powers of attorney, enduring powers of attorney, and so on, a uh, number of people ask, what's the difference between, one, a power of attorney, and two, an enduring power of attorney, but also, there's a differential too, isn't there, in regard to what an advanced health directive is. And I guess that's different in every state, isn't it? I was state? just going to yeah, mention that, Mark, that, that when these, the, the wording we're using here is Queensland um, descriptions, but there are similar documents in other states. So we'll, we'll talk about the Queensland position, but okay. again, the, the, there's relevant documents to the other states. Okay. So the, the power of attorney is a document that, that covers a scenario where you, uh, for instance, are incapacitated, you may have suffered a stroke or a car accident, so someone needs to make decisions on your behalf. And they're, they're split into two types of decisions, health decisions, and it's what I call general health decisions. So that might be uh, which hospital you go to, um, the doctor that treats you, you might give consent to certain uh, medical procedures, so all very much day-to-day -day type things. Uh, the financial part of the power of attorney then allows that person to make financial decisions, so buy and sell property, uh, to invest uh, assets or, or in, uh, cash in various investments and so on. So it's making all those uh, financial decisions. The important thing on the financial area is these days that just having a simple, I appoint Mark as my financial attorney and, and signing off, which is quite often how people do it, these days we need to expand and get a little bit more detail in the power of attorney to say that Mark can make decisions about my super or he can uh, gift um, regularly to my children uh, or he can make loans to my children and things like that. So we're finding these days that the simple one that was done sort of five or six years ago is not, not um, really appropriate with today's complexity. So that's the power of attorney part. The Advanced Health Directive is a document that allows you to communicate two things. One, if you have uh, spe special medical issues or, or needs, and probably the easiest way to describe this is um, if someone, based on religious beliefs, felt that, uh, believed that they did not want to have a blood transfusion, they can record this in this directive that I do not want to have a blood transfusion and your medical practitioners uh, must obey that, that direction. All right? So uh, that's one part of the Advanced Health Directive. Not common for people to do that, but it is, um, it is there. The second part of the Advanced Health Directive is probably the one that most people uh, use, if you like, and that is the one where you express your wishes in the event of you being deemed to be terminally ill. Right? So not just that I've been in a, in a coma or I'm knocked out from a car accident, but the doctor has said that we're basically keeping this person alive by machine. And this document allows you to pass on to your doctor and your family that if I am terminally ill, then I do or I don't want the medical procedures. And there's a list of probably three pages of different 
medical procedures that you can opt in and out of. Okay. So that's the that's the that's the distinction between the advanced health directive and your simple power of attorney. Simple power of attorney is day to day stuff. Advanced health is so, for example, decisions. down to the, the the specifics like you know, I don't my lungs drained if I exactly uh, you know. Yeah. I want to be kept comfortable, mm. but allow nature to take its course. So yeah. pull the plug, but it's not it's not assisted suicide or anything like that. It's just sure. allowing to withdraw life support and to allow yeah. uh, nature to take its course. Okay, uh, when you do these advanced health directives with people, Tom, I mean, obviously, it's a very emotional conversation to have. Uh, how difficult is it for people to face up to this and do, do you find that once you have the conversation and they're specific in regard to what their wishes are, it's an easy process to go through? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you, some people just will not, they say, no, no, my family will know what to do and I, I don't want to go through the personal sort of trauma or challenge of answering those questions. That's, that's one sort of level. Uh, other people, particularly nurses and people in the medical game, absolutely say, yes, I want one of those because they have observed, if you like, the trauma that the surviving family goes through if they don't have this um, direction. I'm going to be a little brave here and say, um, uh, without criticising anyone or judging, but is the first thing you talked about a bit of a cop-out when people say they don't want to face this? Because I can imagine three children sitting around a bed wondering whether they should <clears throat> pull the plug or not becomes hugely traumatic for them and would, uh, would leave them with a sense of guilt in some ways for the decision that they have to make, whereas if the, the, the person that's lying in bed on the, the brink of death had, uh, had made, made the conversation a little easier, uh, does that take the stress off the family? Absolutely, it does. So that that's the issue. Is uh, I think you've got to weigh up how stressful it is for you, but compared to what your family goes through. Because uh, the children that are still alive, that's going to traumatise them for Absolutely. the rest of their lives, Absolutely. isn't it? So, but the process is uh, pretty straightforward. You do you you in Queensland, you do need to go and see a doctor so that the terminology is explained. Right. Uh, and then uh, the, it's witnessed by a Justice of the Peace, and then you keep that document with your personal papers. So okay. it is is a little bit involved in the sense you have to see a doctor, but very powerful document. Yeah. Similar in most states? Uh, not really. Uh, Queensland is a lot more detailed than a lot of the other states, but the intent's the same. Yeah. Okay, very interesting, Tom. Thanks for your time today. Great, Mark. Enjoyed it. Thank you.